Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. Now, here's your host, Derek Kenny. Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo. In today's episode, we're talking about beer, wine, spirits. We're talking about Montgomery County's finest and they'll be at the Maryland Beer, Wine, and Spirit Festival at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds on October 30th. William Herrera from the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds, Emma Whelan from Astrolab Brewing, Damon Callis from Urban Winery, and Edgardo Zuniga from Twin Valley Distillers. Welcome, everyone. How are you today? Good. Hi, Gary. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. You're talking about one of my favorite subjects, of course, not doing work hours, but... I believe that Montgomery County is now known for its rich and thriving uh, beer, wine, and distillers, and that are uh, establishing themselves not only locally but nationally. So, as we talk about that and establishing yourselves, and people getting a chance to get a taste for what you have to offer, there's a event coming up at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds, October 30th. So we're going to highlight businesses from all over Montgomery County, Maryland, from all, all over Maryland but specifically quite a few businesses from Montgomery County, Maryland. And we have here today, William Herrera, who's with the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds where the event will be hosted. Uh, William, could you tell us a little bit about the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds and what this Maryland Beer, Wine and Spirit Festival is all about? Absolutely, absolutely. I'll be happy to. So as a lot of people know, the Montgomery County Fairgrounds is located in the city of Gatesburg. And we are hosting with a company called Grown on 45, the first Maryland Beer, Wine and Spirits Festival. That is going to be on October the 30th from 12 to 4. Um, tickets are on sale in, there's a link on our website, and the Montgomery County Fair website. There is a link at the um, Grown on 45 website, and there is another link on Eventbrite. All right. And so the event is October 30th. And just for clarity, the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds website is mcagfair, M-C-A-G-F-A-I-R.com. Was it .org? Correct. Correct. Right, great. Great. And so for people that are looking for that information, I'll have it scrolled across the bottom of the screen so you'll be able to find it right away. And... Uh, now, why why are you guys hosting this? Is it, I mean, other than the obvious, I mean, it's a good time for everyone to have it. Is this just a showcase for what Maryland has to offer the world uh, when it comes to beer, wine, spirits, William? Yes, that is part of it. Uh, well, we recognize that Maryland has grown a lot in the in the in the brewery and the wine and the spirits uh, uh, areas, and we want to re- create the first festival that is going to put everything together for the best of the state. And that's what we're trying to do. This is gonna be the first time, but we're planning on doing this for, for many more years. Uh, hopefully the first one is, is gonna hit. We we invite everybody to come to this one because it's gonna be a great, great festival. Awesome, awesome. And the great thing about this festival and about what we're talking about today is that it's not a one day thing to have access to Montgomery County's fabulous wineries and breweries and distilleries. This is actually something you have access to all year long. So we have three of the more popular places you can go to have uh, a nice drink and to share time, good times with your family and friends. So let's talk to Emma about Astrolab Brewing and hear a little bit more about 
um, the organization and what she does for the organization. Emma, tell us a little bit about Astrolab Brewing. Hey, so um, Astrolab, we're located in downtown Silver Spring and we're a microbrewery with a tap room that's open seven days a week. I am the um, one of the co-founders here. My business partner is the brewer and we really focus on hop forward beers and um, really innovating on in the beers that we make. Um, yeah, we opened in 2018, October, and this weekend we're coming up on our third anniversary. Wow. Now, you mentioned some type of special beer that you create there. And, and for people that aren't very savvy in the, the industry, could you describe what that what types of beer you guys specialize in and maybe some of the names that we might be able to find uh, in our stores or somewhere else? Okay, yeah. So when I say hop forward, I mean that we, you know, we make some traditional beers, but we really focus on um, adding hops to our beers and and sh showcasing how they work and how they can really t change the flavor. So we don't make traditional beers. We make, um, for example, we really do have a heavy focus on IPAs and double IPAs, um, but we also add hops to some traditional beers like lagers, pilsners um and saisons are something that we do one of our most popular ipas which you can get in a lot of retailers in um montgomery county is our fresh as ipa and we always have that on tap here at the brewery and um, usually send out several cases and kegs a week to our you know our partners out on the market okay and, and where can we find astrolab brewing i think you mentioned that we can people can come there to the brewery and have drinks um, so where are you guys located and how can people find you online if you want more information? Yeah, so we're at 8216 Georgia Avenue in downtown Silver Spring. Um, our website is obviously www.astrolabbrewing.com and our handles on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter are the same at Astrolab Brewing. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Damon. Tell us a little bit. I see. I see in the background all the wine there, and uh, you had a, a bit of a glass of vino there. Tell us a bit about Urban Winery, and what are some of the things we look forward to from Urban Winery? Oh, uh, well, you have a lot to look forward to at the Urban Winery. The best is yet to come. Uh, we're excited uh, to coming uh, out of the COVID uh, situation in that period. We had moved our location, which was located in downtown Silver Spring off Bonafont for five years. Uh, we've marked our six-year anniversary uh, back in June of 2021. And our concept is, remains the same. It's still as, as inviting and warm and inclusive as, as, as it was uh, in, uh, at the original location. Um, our taste, learn, create concepts uh, highlights you know, what we do as crafters, what's uh, as, as a winemaker, my wife, who is the, who is the vintner, uh, creating boutique-style wines from Maryland fruits and fruits from you know, other localities to create, you know, unique-style boutique wines that are award-winning. I think a, a lesser-known attribute to the urban winery and our taste learn create concept is we are, uh, we have shared uh, craft spirits 
in our in our in our tasting room in our location meaning yes of course we create our delicious wines but we also highlight other maryland wines from sugarloaf to wind ridge to others throughout the state that maybe are a little bit lesser known uh, but we also partner with some great partners like twin valley and astrolab we're bringing in craft beverages their beverages their beers and their spirits into our tasting room experience kind of completing that whole taste learn create concept uh, since we've moved, we're still under a construction period uh, for the larger um, winery uh, and tasting room. But uh, currently, we are operating as a, a wine cafe. We have a beautiful 32-seat, 8-table wine terrace, outdoor seating, beautiful uh, hanging lights, and nice uh, um, uh, tables for outdoor seating only. But you can come in and enjoy some craft um, you know, we have co we have different cocktails we'll have on special. We'll have beers on special. We also have cheese and charcuterie boards. You can come and customize and and share the tasting uh, part of, of the experience at the Urban Winery. Um, we we do these types of specials and uh, throughout the throughout the year. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Now, so at the Urban Winery, just just like Astrolab, people can come there and enjoy themselves. And if they come there, what would you recommend for someone starting off drinking wine? Perhaps they don't, they're not very familiar with wine and they may not even know that there's a special type of wine or special types of wines that Maryland's known for. What would you recommend they have a glass of when they walk into the urban winery? Oh, that's a, that's a really fun and interesting question. So um, I would say we have a great selection for anybody's palate. Uh, we have some delicious semi-sweet wines that are produced here called our Mezzo Series, playing off of our urban vibe or urban location just off the Purple Line and the, shortly off of the, um, uh, the the highway and such. But we also have some really distinctive, uh, unique wines. We have really wonderful, uh, innovative hop wines. So we uh, this is a new thing that you know, is not actually available throughout the U.S. We're actually one of the first innovators to produce a botanical wine where we took a citrus and cascade hops and blended it with a beautiful Maryland wine called Vidal Blanc. It's served in a can and it's just really wonderful and aromatic. So if you want something out of the box or out of the bottle for that example, we would have something like that too. We've also teamed up with, you know, the Twin Valley and getting their bourbon, their bourbon barrels. And we also use Maryland grapes and we bourbon barrel age uh, these wines for three to four months and they really come out with these really beautiful very aromatic uh, bourbon-esque style red wines again another innovative thing that nobody else in this area is is sharing and i think the collaborative spirit at the urban winery is strong we're always looking for a partnership opportunities and capitalizing on some really traditional but also non-traditional aspects to our to our to the urban winery as an urban winery, we're non-traditional in that sense in the beginning, as we focus on the analogy and the science of wine, while others have a more of a traditional approach where they focus on the agricultural component. Although agriculture is a strong component to our business, it's not the center. We want to focus on the science, the, the physiological, the science behind the winemaking experience. And that's what the urban winery is uh, intended to do. Wow, wow, there's a lot going on there. One thing that I find most impressive so far is the synergy among P 
your peers in the in the beer wine distillery injury in, industry. So it's very very cool, very cool. And I like the um, the idea of a wine with hops. I got to revisit that because I've heard of sparkling wine, which is akin, I guess, to champagne and everything but yes. name. But is but we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. I'm gonna ask that again. Sure. But that's that's very interesting. Let's yeah. talk to Edgardo. Edgardo, how are you, sir? And Edgardo, thank you for taking the extra step forward to make the interview. I know you were uh, in route and you took a, took a break to get, share this great information about your wine, about your distillery. Tell us about the Twin Valley Distillery. Uh, when was it founded, and what can we look forward to if we uh, decide to visit your distillery? Uh, well, you can come anytime you want um, for a tour or a tasting. We have a specific hours in the tasting room. Uh, the business, uh, most of the people don't believe it, but it was actually an accident. My background is in culinary. Mm -hmm. I used to be a chef. I worked in the restaurant business all my life. I grew up in the restaurant business. Um, I was playing in the kitchen of my house, making uh, infusion, infusion alcohol, and I saw a potential business. I taught myself how to make alcohol. The funny thing is everybody called me crazy. <laughs> I'm still crazy anyways. <laughs> uh, but uh, we we opened the first distillery in Montgomery County. We're still the only distillery in Montgomery County who actually make alcohol in Montgomery County. Um, we became the first bourbon distillery in Maryland. Uh, we started in a 2,000 square footage. Uh, we already been open for more than seven years. Uh, but now we move from we move from 711 East Cody to 1029, which is a much bigger location, more parking, uh, from 2,000 square footage to 7,000 square footage. Not everything is in one building. I have a 3,000 in production, 2,400 tasting room, and I have a rack house as well. So everything is separated. So a lot of times when people have a tour. They have to go through three different buildings to actually see exactly what we what we do. Um, but we emphasize 90% of our production is bourbon. Uh, but we cater to a lot of different palates. We do other flavors. We reduce the barrels to do rums. Uh, a lot of a lot of times, um, few breweries come and ask me for a barrel. Urban winery um, takes a lot of our barrels to do their aging and some some of their wines. Um, but technically, I reduce the barrel at least three times, one for whiskey, bourbon, one for whiskey, and the third time, it may be rum. Uh, sometimes I use it twice, uh, but we do a lot of rums. Uh, rums are usually aging for the flavors. Next year, we're going into the canning and waiting for a couple machines they come in. We are looking into do the cocktail um, canning. So that is one thing we are doing next year. We already have a few already in the market, but in bottles. We have a mango cocktail, strawberry lime cocktail. Uh, we have a, this past year, this year in the fair, we got an award for the best lemonade in the fair. Oh, okay. Uh, second time we won it, we mm. created a raspberry sage lemonade. Uh, of course, at the fair, we have to compete with no alcohol. And then we were adding the alcohol in the cocktail. So we bottled that and we have it in bottles with rum or with bourbon. And then we have, um, now we also do seasonal items. We're right now coming with the eggnog. Today we were bottling 
two types of eggnog, a pumpkin nog and a regular eggnog as well. So we always do in seasonal items in the fall, in the winter, in the spring. Um, but technically, we cater to a lot of different demographics. Right. Now, you mentioned there that you have quite a few items that you um, you sell as a distillery, that you produce as a distillery. What is your signature drink? If, if someone was going to come to you, to Twin Valley, and say, uh, Edgardo, I, I want to take, I want to buy a bottle and I want to take it to my father-in-law. I want him to be impressed. Uh, what would you recommend? What's your signature drink that you find to be the most popular of your bourbons or your whiskeys or that just across different palates you find that it has a, a bit of a universal appeal? Well, um, everything sells. Everything we make sells. Uh, if they are bourbon drinkers, we ask them, uh, how do they want their bourbon? How do they drink it? And a lot of people say, oh, I, dry, I drink bourbon and with Coke. So we recommend the 1812 or with ginger ale or cocktails. And then we have the bourbon drinker who are more um, exclusive, uh, more like need, straight. And that is the black label, the single cask uh, bourbon. Uh, that is perfect to drink in need, one drop of water, one ice cube. Um, then we had another bourbon. We had three different bourbons. Another one is with wheat bourbon, mm -hmm. corn, wheat, and barley. Um, that is for actually the um, people who do not drink bourbon, like people who like to drink scotch, uh, people who like to drink uh, whiskey, who don't want to taste the corn, corny or the ripe part of the bourbon, you know, the peppery. They want to have something more mellow. Uh, that one sells too. Uh, that was a mistake in the distillery as well. So uh, we we make it. We make uh, one third of the production is that bourbon, and it sells. Uh, I keep telling my staff it's not my favorite bourbon, but hey, it's who's me to ask what to sell, what to make. It's what people want. Um, so we make one one third of the production. Ninety percent of the production is bourbon. Ten percent is all flavors, stuff like that. But in the bourbon is. That's one of the third of the barrels that we aging all the time. Uh, then we have uh, flavors, rums, and all this stuff. Everything sells. Nothing that we make stays there for more than a week. Oh wow! Wow, that's that's huge. I guess that's a. I was. I think one of the next questions I wanted to ask you guys: How? Why? Why did you choose to uh, do business in Montgomery County um, as a beverage producer? And how's the experience been for you? And the the tough question is. Um, how was it managing your business through COVID-19 during, and we're still pretty much in the impact area of COVID-19. Emma, tell us a little bit about that. Hey, so I've been, I've lived in Montgomery County for 20 years and it kind of was a, a natural progression to start a business here and the DLC at time, now ABS, um, had just changed a lot of the regulations rega regarding brewers, breweries um, setting up in Montgomery County. They've been pretty awesome at trying to make things work for us that maybe didn't work 10 years ago. Um, so, you know, close to home, great community that we, uh, we live in. And so we decided to open up here. Um, COVID, I guess, I, I won't look on all the negative side. It still is affecting us significantly. But um, one thing that really has come into play is that community. You know, we've a lot of our regulars and other people have really shown us huge support in 
in trying to keep um, things going and, uh, you know, constantly thank us and congratulate us for making it through and have really rolled with the punches and, you know, bought beer to go, bought beer in here when you could only have 25% capacity and are still supporting us now with um, in everything that we do. So I think that's kind of one of the success stories of COVID is that people really have supported their local businesses and local breweries, wineries and, um, you know, distilleries in, in keeping us afloat. Now, I mean, you mentioned uh, ABS, uh, formerly DLC. Could you uh, tell tell everyone what a ABS stands for and what their role is in the county? Um, now you're testing me, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, alcohol Beverage Services. So they're they're the the governmental body that regulates um, alcohol in Montgomery County, and they are like under the state level. They are the county level. So. ABS has a, in our county, has its own liquor stores where they sell beer, wine, and liquor. Uh, but they also, um, you know, deliver to local restaurants, local retailers um, that, from their warehouse in um, Gaithersburg. And, you know, they just really monitor and regulate alcohol um, sales and purchases in the county. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's, it's always good to know. I think one of the things we try to do is help illustrate not only and highlight not only the, uh, the wonderful businesses of Montgomery County, Maryland, but also the significant role that, that the Montgomery County government uh, plays in hopefully hopefully helping and bolstering the environment so that businesses can thrive. Uh, Damon, question for you, sir. Uh, how, how has it been for you, I think, as a, a local winery um, operating out of Silver Spring, Maryland, kind of one of the, the significant urban areas of the county. What has that been like for you and how has COVID impacted your business? Uh, you know, in, not, not in so much detail, but in the ways that you can share. And then how are you um, working to come out of, I guess, the shadow that was cast by the COVID-19 pandemic? You know, I'll just uh, ditto what, you know, what Emma had said, you know, with, with the ABS and the support from, you know, Kathy Durbin and the leadership there and the, and, and the whole, uh, you know, reform of craft industry and the tolerance and more importantly, like the exploration and innovation that's coming through Montgomery County. Um, it has improved. I've been a, a Montgomery County resident for, you know, 22 years. So I've seen Emma and I have certainly seen, you know, the, the changes throughout the county and uh, both the, you know, in the rural areas and in the downtown areas. And, so, and I see that there are significant positive changes. Obviously, the, the, the monkey in the wrench was the global pandemic. And obviously, I'm not going to dwell on the negatives. There, it's, it, was a, it was devastating um, financially, mentally, uh, just in spirit. Uh, as well, you know, but we, uh, we, I think we were able to overcome through faith. You know, my wife and I uh, are full on in this. We don't have a second source of income. So this is very much a lifestyle practice and, and you know, coming through it, we're still dealing with it. Unfortunately, during that period, we had to move. Um, move because there was little tolerance and, and, and acceptance of what was coming next. So we actually left our beloved location after five years in December of 2020 and they've yet to fully open. 
uh, not only yet to fully open, but we're going restarting what we had already had begun five years ago with the building process, which is significant, time consuming, energy draining, uh, financially uh, difficult. Um, but again, we're not quitters. As the United States Marine, I, you know, we, we find where opportunities where opportunities are and we see challenges and we, we tackle them on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, if I, if I thought of this as a, a singular binary uh, objective, I would, be, I would be in the bag. Uh, I look at this as a multifaceted uh, approach. There's good things that are happening. COVID has uh, allowed us to, you know, channel our business uh, practices and, and, and different mechanisms. For example, we were focused on retail, our tasting room experience, the whole taste and create concept and coming to the, the winery to see the experience and, and the, the, the setting and the environment and sharing that with, with others um, was the focus. Well, the COVID had obviously taken away that, that large piece to our, our business practice, but it allowed us to focus on more B2B business. So now we have, you know, we're onboarding different brands that are coming to us to say, hey, we want wine. Can, how can you help us? And for example, we have this new brand called uh, Tipsy Teacher, and they give back to, or it's actually it's called After School Snack. Uh, they okay. did a little bit of modification, right. but it's After School Snack where they fund uh, local teachers' classrooms through a through a lottery process. So B two B business has picked up. Um, wholesale business has also picked up. Now that we're coming out of the, the the harsher restrictions, we're doing tastings at different mom and pop shops to larger areas as uh, um, out, you know. Uh, wine, beer, and spirits shop. And now we're at 150 stores uh, throughout the state, well on our way to getting to 200 stores by the end of the year, uh, hopefully. Uh, And and lastly, we're shipping to 35 states now. Uh, It's quite incredible. I love shipping Maryland wines to California. It's always a beautiful thing. Uh, But uh, we have a large fan base because we're in that area where tourism is abundant. And now, even though it was shut down for a period of time, we now see that as a targeted opportunity. We're working very closely with the Montgomery County Tourism. Uh, we're also, you know, with the Montgomery County okay. Economic Development and it, trying to get, um, you know, some feedback from them and kind of bringing us more focus onto the tourism map. Because, again, we highlight not only the wines we produce, but we have other lesser known producers throughout the state. We're trying to give them a, a, a platform to showcase their excellence and their passions and their stories. So, I mean, COVID, we're still struggling. There's no doubt about it. We're, we're making ways, we're being innovative. I encourage people to come and support us still now, right now, come enjoy a wonderful glass of wine out on our wine terrace or enjoy one of Emma's awesome hopped beers on our on our patio with some cheese and some meats or edgardo's you know we have his hibiscus sorrel rum he talks about those are fantastic uh products that we are able to share with our customer base and that ultimately differentiates us uh we have excellent food that pairs with that as well and as we get to the full-fledged opening we'll continue to do the wine classes we'll continue to do bring in special speakers on specific topics rather be about corks or bottles or specific regions from around the world we're really excited about bringing that back to our community so heads up chest out walking with a firm step taking it day by day is is our motto at the urban winery awesome wow that was you gave us quite a few great reasons to 
uh, patronize your establishment, um, and not only your establishment, but also Astrolab and Twin Valley. Emma, what, what, what would you say to people when they say, well, you know, I, I've heard about your beer, your beer sounds wonderful. Um, what, what would I eat with one of your beers? So what, give me one of your more popular beers and say, I, I want to have a pretzel or I want to have a burger or it was a Super Bowl party. What are some of the more popular beers? What would you recommend for someone um, to purchase uh, if they're going to have a, some type of celebratory event or something? What would you recommend and, and why, why would we choose Astrolab? You have to unmute. Oh, I'm sorry, Emma. I think you muted yourself. Oops, let me. There you are. Did I... Hey, sorry. So, That's you okay. want me to pair something with one of our beers, or is I, yeah. I didn't fully understand the question. Yeah, I would say let's let's say for instance, uh, you know, you have a lot of great beers, and you know, you've mentioned IPAs and. Um, some people may not be sure about the, the level of hops or the amount of hops or what IPAs are. What, what would you pair IPA with? What type of American style dishes would you uh, pair with the IPA with? So for instance, if you're having a, a football party and you have burgers or you're, you're at a softball game or a baseball game and you have nachos, what, what types of, uh, of your beverages would people pair, would pair well with some of the more popular American style dishes? Okay, so I guess IPAs are very, uh, are very flavorful and also, you know, intricate beers that really stand up well to some of those dishes that you've just mentioned. Um, really, you're looking at something that is usually meaty, has a high fat content that can mm. really stand up to those flavors. Occasionally, depending on the hop. Um, if you have some of the more subtle hops in there and, and they're more on the citrus lemony front, then it'll definitely pair well with a fish. But I think, yeah, a burger, um, barbecue, um, you know, sausages, hot dogs, any of those right. big meaty dishes are, are a perfect accompaniment. Fantastic. So, so you heard it here. If you're tailgating for the Washington football team, Baltimore Ravens, Maryland Terrapins, wherever, go to Astro Lab. Get a few cases of beer and have a great time with all the all the tailgate fare, burgers, we have you know sausages, links, all that stuff. All right, so all right, guys, I'm gonna give everyone a, a one last chance to do a a quick pitch as to why people uh, for you, William, why people should come to the Maryland Beer, Wine, and Spirit Festival on October 30th at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds, and then also beyond that, why people should come by. I think you guys already mentioned this. But we can say it one more time and then um, share where you, how people can find you, okay? And that'd be in, in the form of a website or in the form of your address or whatever you'd like, how people to connect with you and support you, all right? And I'll ask you that again. So William, uh, why should people come out to the, Montgomery, the Maryland Beer, Wine, and Spirit Festival at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairground? Oh, you're muted, William. Oh. Are you muted? Not hearing you. Yes. Okay. I have you. You guys hear me? Okay. All right. All right. So this is going to be the first festival of a series that we are creating. So we are inviting everybody to come. We're going to have 
the best breweries in, in Maryland, we're going to have the best distillers from Maryland, and we're going to have the best wineries from Maryland. And we're going to highlight what is local with the best of Montgomery County, and that's what we're putting together at this festival. Um, you guys can find the tickets in Eventbrite, in the mcagfair.com website, which is the, the Montgomery County Fairgrounds website, and as well on the Grow and Fortify website. All right, all right, excellent. Edgardo, yes, sir. tell us why we should come to the Twin Valley Distillery uh, and buy your bourbon what? or your whiskey or other things. What are the top reasons to, to support your organization? Well, uh, we one thing we do is we cater to a lot of different palates. Uh, you know, some people say, uh, oh, uh, I don't drink whiskey. Well, we have bourbons, we have flavors, we have um, r- uh, rums, we have vodka. So... Uh, some people is like, I cannot handle just pure liquor. Can you make a cocktail? So we already have the flavors in it. So we try to cater to a lot of different people. So we don't want people to say, oh, I don't I don't drink bourbon. Well, we have more than bourbon. Uh, oh, I need to add cocktail. That's why we cater to a lot of different uh, people who are looking for some different experience before, besides sipping a high-proof alcohol. All right, all right. Now, now, how how do we find you, the Twin Valley? How do we find your products? Do we need to come to the distillery? Are you in stores? Are you in the ABS stores? How do we find you? Well, in, Mon- in Montgomery County, they only buy one product. Uh, they buy the blended bourbon. Then we have the uh, 1812 brand. Uh, we have over 400 liquor stores in Maryland, and we also ship into different states, uh, mostly uh, online sales. Um, if you asking for a particular item, most likely you have to come to the distillery. Like the eggnog, I refuse to sell the eggnog to the county. <laughs> <laughs> they even ask, like, no, I'm not selling you the eggnog. Uh, I refuse to have it in a lot of shelves because uh, it's, it's something seasonal. Uh, then really don't want it to be carried until January or February. I want to end it before Christmas. Um, but other items there, you know, any liquor store is welcome to purchase it, call. A lot of times some liquor stores only emphasize in the bourbons, uh, and that's it. Uh, but there are a few liquor stores, and they really want to have, uh, like, the hibiscus, the fruit punch. Um, but most of the stuff that we sell to liquor stores, they are bourbons. Right. Now, how do we how do we get in touch with you online? Do you have a website or is there a um, place we can find you online or we need to come down to the distillery if we are to yeah, connect with you? Yeah, we do have a, we, yeah, we have a, a presence online. It's twinvalidate.com. We also have a Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter. Um, we, we know we're trying to get uh, even our Google business uh, page is also there with all the links to uh, our website. People can order online and we can deliver it. Usually with uh, $50 or more, we deliver a whole, um, we deliver to their homes. Ooh, all right. But, you know, technically, we, we you know, we, we try to sell as much as possible all around the state of Maryland. Awesome. Emma, quick, quick couple of reasons why people should come and support uh, your organization, Astrolab Brewing. Uh, and how can people connect with you online or find out more about your organization? So I think people will come to us and support us because they're always going to get really high quality, innovative beer. Um, we rotate our selections all the time. So multiple visits are, are, are recommended. 
Um, we do rotate our tap list on a regular basis, um, more than once a week. And we're always adding new products to our line. Um, you can find us uh, at 8216 Georgia Avenue in downtown Silver Spring. We have a tap room that's open seven days a week. And to find out more, you go to our website at um, astrolabbrewing.com. Or we also have a presence on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And the handle is at astrolabbrewing. All right. Thank you for that. Damon, you've, you've, you've shared quite a few great reasons to visit the urban winery and uh, much success to you. Uh, what, what, what would you, like currently, I know you're, you're not fully open yet, uh, what would be one of the several reasons that someone should support uh, the urban winery and how do they find you online? Fantastic. Well, everybody got the, everybody got the opportunity to, uh, to show you know, a little bit about the, the, the wines that they would or the products that they would be interested. So I wanted to share with you, this is the Hoppa wine. It's in the can. It's really delicious. It's this really wonderful, aromatic, uh, green, grassy, grapefruit nose finish. Really delicious. Cascade Citra Hops. Nice uh, grapefruit finish. Uh, another one we have is our bourbon barrel aged Merlot. Uh, it's aged uh, four months in, in bourbon barrel aged uh, bourbon barrels. And last but not least, this one actually just released to our Barrel Club. Everybody's looking for a better day, so why not create a better day rosé? Uh, this is a wonderful, light um, uh, rosé, uh, nice fruit forwards, nice rose petals and, and such. So I give you three good reasons to come and visit, but I have so many more. I mean, coming to enjoy right. either a beer or a cocktail at the Urban Winery, we are open. We're just not as full-fledged or as fully functional as we would like to it be but i encourage people to come now right now the weather's beautiful time to sit outside is right now we're really looking for people to come and enjoy our beautiful wine terrace right now uh we are at 2315 stewart avenue people who know the silver spring area know who where wider circle is and where radial tire is so we are right down the street from them we're in this bigger beautiful 5,000 square foot facility where we're producing our our wines but have this really wonderful escape we're going to take you away from your day-to-day, and you're going to really come and enjoy the taste, learn, create concept of the urban winery. We are we have a really new, uh, within a few days, we are uh, launching our new website. Uh, so uh, new information on there, new photos, uh, opportunities to get gift cards for fam- friends and family for the holidays. If you're looking for a unique specialty wine, you can purchase that online. We can ship it to your loved one in New York or in, uh, in Pennsylvania or Virginia or in Colorado or California. We'll, we're happy to ship uh, our wines to your loved ones. Share a little bit of your home from away from home and, and, and a unique uh, product made right here in Montgomery County. Uh, TheUrbanWinery.com, Facebook, Instagram, that's where we do all, a lot of our promotions. And so send us an email. Uh, honestly, the good old-fashioned way, uh, you know, send us an email. We just don't take carrier pigeons uh, any longer as far as communication. <laughs> uh, but email, let us know uh, when you want to come in. Uh, ask for a reservation. We're doing it right now. We encourage you to come right now. Also, come to this festival. This is a really wonderful festival to 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 go. We go, we go to 40 festivals in a normal year, 40 festivals throughout the state, different locations, so on and so forth. Montgomery County is a premium location for craft beverage industry. We have the best of the best, period. Best breweries, best wineries, best distilleries. We need to have this highlighted event. Again, 
come to it, enjoy it. We get to experience our wines. We get to experience all that Montgomery County has to offer and beyond. So I encourage you to see everybody there. If you see, say hi. My name is Damon. I always want to say hi to new people. Uh, come and join us. All right, Damon. That was a nice segue. That's perfect. I would say definitely get out and support the beverage industry in Montgomery County, Maryland. We don't have any favorites one over another, but we will be as a podcast crew, we will be going to visit and sample these tasty beverages as much and as often as possible during our downtime, not during the workday, but during our downtime as we go out and have leisure activity all throughout the Montgomery County, Maryland. And of course, look out for this Maryland Beer, Wine, and Spirit Festival where you can find these three fine businesses represented and you'll be able to sample their wares and enjoy yourself along with your friends and family members. Thanks again to our good friend William from the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds, which is a staple and an iconic venue in Montgomery County, Maryland for large events. And as always, we want to thank you out there, the people that listen and watch the Montgomery, the, the What's Happening Boco podcast. We ask that you subscribe to this podcast, that you watch us on Facebook or on YouTube, and that you listen to us on Apple or Google or Spotify or the best ways you like to listen or even Alexa, Alexa, play the What's Happening Moco podcast because you deserve the answers. Thank you guys for being here today and thank you for all that you're doing to uplift the beverage business community thank in Montgomery you. County. Thank Maryland. you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.